we have a joke in our family about oh, putting our high heels on if we. <laughs> <laughs> I suppose I'd I'd throw the question back and go, do we need to redefine it? I'm not sure we do. <laughs> Thanks. <laughs> Welcome to How to Take the Lead, the podcast where we challenge the myths and stereotypes of what it means to be a leader today and help you to succeed in post without compromise. I'm Lee Griffith and I'm Carrie Ann Wade and together we will be your guides questioning everything we've ever learned about leadership, sharing our experiences along the way and inspiring you to make a real impact in your role. Visit howtotakethelead.com for show notes, past episodes and to join our community. Enjoy this episode. And welcome to this episode of How to Take the Lead. Uh, hello, I'm, hello, Lee. I was, I thought Sorry, I, was I just jumped no, in there. I was going to get really formal then and go for those people who don't. But of course, people listen all the time. They know who we are. And I was about to say, I'm Carrie Ann, and I'm here with the lovely Lee. And I am so Lee. How are you? I'm good. I'm really good. Yes. Good. Yeah. And it energising week so far. I'm. I'm you know, notion in my way through life. <laughs> of course you are. I love it. You've got an app for every occasion to help keep you organised. Uh, you try to get me on the app wagons as well. And I do I do well for a bit and then knowing my personality type fade away until you G me back up. But yes, Notion is our new favourite app for this podcast series, which is very exciting. If Notion would like to sponsor an episode, please feel free. <laughs> they happen to be listening. Um I wanted to say, fabulous uh, blouse you have on there, Lee. Loving it. Ditto. Pop Ditto. of colour for you. Yours, yours is, I feel like you're really going, you've got the 1920s vibe going. The little bob and the fringe yeah. is back. But also the pattern and the... the, the little scallopy edge that's what I was that's the word I was trying (laughs) and this only makes any sense if you're watching this on YouTube of course if you're listening to us on the podcast we've done really poorly in our description there of anything that we're wearing so you can't picture us but I'm sure you would have spotted us on socials because there'll be some posts there about this episode so you'll get to see what we're wearing and what a lovely surprise you'll have if you see that after you've listened to the episode anyhow we are not here uh, today to chat fashion, clothes, any of that kind of stuff. We are here uh, to tackle a subject that I feel like we have touched on in different ways, shapes and forms over other episodes of How to Take the Lead, but I'm not sure we've ever really tackled it head on. And we've obviously made some assumptions that people listening to this podcast are listening because Uh, They are either leaders already or they are aspiring leaders of the future. Totally distracted now by Lee's amazing looking drink. What is that delight? I'm totally on the iced coffee, protein coffee bandwagon here. For a moment, I thought you were having some sort of cocktail that I was (laughs) in on the action with (laughs) and I was about to get absolutely massive FOMO. Sorry, listeners, totally uh, distracted viewers will have obviously seen the delightful drink that Lee's <laughs> been supping. Um, where was I at? So we have assumed that people listening to this podcast have some level of desire to be a leader in the future, or they are in some sort of leadership position now. Um, but I'm not sure we've ever really just asked: Is leadership for you? So um, 
I wanted us to kind of just have a conversation about that in this episode, if that's all right with you, Lee, today. Yeah, um, yeah. I think we've talked before about drivers and motivation maybe to lead and also how to be motivated as a leader. But I guess I just wanted to know a bit more about why people might want to be leaders. And I thought, actually, mm. maybe that would be a good interview question and one that I've never actually had myself. But I thought, oh, I'm surprised I've never been asked, why do you want to be a leader here? Yeah. Um, so I'm going to make that down for any future interviews that I'm doing uh, for myself. Um, and it might be that you are aspiring to be that leader. But it's also a relevant question, I think, if you've been a leader for a while, questioning why you want a leadership position, why you're putting yourself out there in that leadership space. So before we get into the real meat of it, I thought it might be interesting and helpful um, for listeners to hear a little bit about our own motivation. So I'm going to put you on the spot, not because I am interviewing you for a job, Lee, but I wondered what your motivation was to move into that leadership space, Lee, and whether you could tell us a bit more about that to just get us off and set the context for the conversation. It's so interesting. So as you were talking, there were lots of different, almost like little sub-chats that were going on in my head then, <laughs> which was this kind of, yeah, are, are you are you being interviewed to be a leader or being a manager? And is it a hierarchical thing? I mean, there's so many different things going there. Did I want to be a leader? I know I definitely didn't enjoy managing people i know and we've had this chat before haven't Mm. we about how comfy we feel in that space and whether we found it particularly rewarding or not and i think we're probably on for a change we're on different spaces with that because i've quite enjoyed managing people but you're not so much (laughs) no but but leadership is is different and i do think you can lead and not manage if you know what i mean Mm. obviously people are solo solo leaders i think what what motivated me to step into that leadership leadership really swore then leadership <laughs> sphere um is that i think there were a few things one I, I definitely wanted to show the strategic importance of the function and so be a leader in my professional area within my organization and beyond my organization and maybe we'll touch on this a, a bit later because i think Sometimes you can be a leader in your field and not necessarily a leader in your organisation. They're two different things. Um, I wanted to be part of a change and make a difference. Absolutely, that that drove me. I didn't necessarily always like what I was seeing at the top and was, I think it was the redheadedness in me <laughs> was that I want to get in there and, and try and make a difference. And I think that was also what drove me to join the types of organizations that I joined rather than just doing PR in a sales marketing kind of focused organization uh, but I'm going to be realistic and, and honest I was very ambitious and I wanted to be a young director um, I definitely wanted the money that came with more senior roles and so it wasn't just as I wasn't as purist of oh I want to be a leader because I want to do great things and let's join hands and sing songs <laughs> I, I wanted some of the yeah I wanted some of the perks that came with the hierarchical leadership power I suppose 
And I don't think we should ever be ashamed to say that because it feels like we say that sometimes with a bit of like, oh, and, and we, I know we've had conversations before about knowing your worth and pay, particularly in the space where we feel like, um, you know, equal pay is, or non-equal pay is an issue. Um, but I don't ever think we should shy away from the fact that, you know, we are motivated by things other than that altruistic sense of doing good for others so um I know it sometimes feels awkward to say it doesn't it but actually being motivated by the desire to earn more money to afford a lifestyle that you want to have for example isn't always a bad thing so um Mm. so I think uh kudos and appreciate your honesty in that space absolutely but I think that's that's also where the management versus leadership thing comes in because particularly when we look at hierarchy and all of that because it was a case of I could go into a more senior management position to be paid more yeah I was probably in a leadership space before I was in that senior management space interesting and it really resonated with me what you said about the strategic importance of a function and obviously having both come from the same professional background that absolutely is about really important to me from the point of view of my own kind of leadership journey and where I've wanted to go and why I've wanted to show up in certain spaces I guess as a leader um, to almost prove the worth of the function which still I find challenging that we have to do and we still have Mm. to do that but um, but that's definitely been a driver um, from my point of view in in terms of leadership so that definitely um, resonated with me and I think you're right we probably will go on to talk about some of that kind of space around you can be a leader in your field of expertise without necessarily being a a leader in that hierarchical sense or maybe even being recompensed in the way that other leaders might be in your organization for sure I I guess for me um from my point of view there was something Mm. about wanting to have an impact for others and that's something that's definitely been a driver for me not just in my kind of work career but life in general like I get I honestly get pleasure out of seeing other people achieve and being able to be part of that support team if it were to kind of like help people to do that so definitely Mm. there was something for me in in believing that being in the leadership space would enable me to have more impact for others and to push and stretch other people to achieve their goals but also to push and stretch myself a bit as well I think and I think we've talked about this before Lee but I hadn't necessarily seen that many people like me in leadership roles early in my career. And when I say like me, I guess I mean uh, a female leader who didn't feel the need to be more masculine in their Mm. behaviour or approach and somebody who was compassionate and good-humoured and kind and interested in the person as much as or if not more so than the process, if that kind of makes sense. Mm. So... Um, it felt like there were some opportunities for me to be able to challenge that and challenge myself to see if actually I could operate as a leader with my own personality type and kind of behaviours that I have. So I guess there's also been something for me as I've progressed in the leadership space about feeling like I have received support and guidance to support my career and actually being a leader has given me the opportunity to, I hope, to do the same for others and that's felt I felt a real sense of responsibility around that, I think, in terms mm. of actually 
and you know passing that on and bringing bringing new people and new talent forward so they were just my reflections when I was thinking about my motivation to lead but absolutely agree with there was a level of motivation of like I want to be able to get a mortgage and buy a house and have a nice life and have a lovely holiday as well and actually quite often as you say a, a sort of promotional linear hierarchical route kind of leads to that which might put you in in leadership positions so yeah hopefully some of what we've said is is resonated with people listening and I'd be really intrigued to know from from listeners about kind of what's motivating them to be in that Mm. leadership space or potentially want to be a leader in the future so um dm us on the socials uh get in touch via um the email if you want to share some of your stories because I would be really intrigued to hear that for sure so it's interesting because my second question without actually knowing where some of your journey and your experience was going to take us was around that bit about promotion and that hierarchical kind of approach to leadership and you know both of our own stories have got some of that in there uh being more being in more senior positions like climbing that linear ladder Mm. so I guess the first part of my question is do we feel that kind of leadership is too focused on that hierarchy and maybe that striving to to get to the top is that still a thing in the leadership world do you think they I think it is I think if you look at it from an organizational view then yes people see it as as a from a hierarchical uh, whether you cut it at, at a certain pay grade or a certain job title or whatever there is still a cadre of people in an organization that they will see as their top leaders, senior leaders, whatever, regardless of whether those individuals see themselves as leaders or not. And and I reflect on when I was um, in my corporate life and we did a leadership development programme with people who were of a certain band in and higher, we used to ask that question of, you know, who in the room sees themselves as a leader to get a gauge. And it was was really interesting... um, not that many people did yet probably because of their positional power the organization certainly the 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 board would have seen these people as leaders because they had position and influence and they were setting direction and all of that kind of stuff um but the individuals the vast majority didn't see themselves in that role as leader so i do think it's it's a really interesting nuanced um organization versus person perspective absolutely and and we've talked before as well haven't we um about how comfortable people are as identifying as leaders so they Mm. might be very comfortable to identify by their job title which potentially might be a very senior one director of head of whatever that that job title might be is easy to say but it seems more uh challenging in some respects for people to say I'm a senior leader in this organisation and I don't know whether that's about perhaps the perceived level of accountability that comes with being a leader versus being a uh, maybe it's back to that point about leader versus manager senior manager in your in your um, you know profession like maybe that feels less of a big responsibility and burden on your shoulders I don't know um, but I, I have noticed that that people 
struggle to kind of talk about themselves a lot as leaders even though they are in what would be perceived mm. to be senior leadership positions so unless they think it's unless they think it's implied by their mm. job title true and so they don't feel you know they don't want to do the because mm. like you say it's putting your high heels on and like maybe being a bit show-offy but so there's just there's so much in that isn't there and, and it's back to your point about often there's something about person versus position that doesn't necessarily always uh, align perhaps yeah I think there's something about we look at it from an individual perspective I think whether you see yourself as a leader or not probably also goes back to what you see as your purpose and the intent of what it is that you're trying to do so some people just want to do that job because of what they get from the job whether it's pay convenience or or whatever some people go into a job because they want to make change they've got that uh, talk of that fire in the belly Mm -hmm. you know they've seen an injustice they want to make something happen they want to show up as as a specialist in in their area and excel in what it is they do sometimes it's it's really complex and it's a mismatch of all of those things so i think probably that sense of do I feel like I'm leading others and I'm setting direction and all of that probably comes down to what's my what's my purpose and my te- my intent at the end of the day. Yeah, and we and we do discuss that a lot, don't we, about being clear, clear on your purpose as, as a leader and that being really important. So um, you've touched on this. Sorry, Lee, you were going to say something. Well, I was going to say, does it matter? Right. Well, I'm just about to ask you okay. a, a question a Sorry. little bit like that Sorry. around whether or not it matters. <laughs> I, I guess more linked to the conversation we've had about being an expert in your field versus being in a, a um, hierarchical position of power in your organisation. So I wanted to explore with you exactly that. Can you be a leader in a different way? And can you be a leader without that kind of linear ladder climb to sort of positions of what we perceive to be authority so we have talked about being experts in your field voices that other people respect and listen to so I guess you've already started to explain some of that is that possible is it possible to be a leader without having that kind of job title slash position of power in your organization yeah (laughs) <laughs> I asked such a good question there, didn't I? Yes, yes, it is, Carrie Thanks, moving us on. <laughs> so I think it depends on whether you are wanting to be clear in defining yourself as a leader or is leadership something that others define you by? And Ooh, interesting. And is it a case of... Um, a leader is someone that takes people with them, has vision and all that. So you don't need to necessarily have positional power. We we did that power episode where we talked about all the different types of power you might be able to utilise as a leader. And I suppose each of those, if, if you do utilise them, shows leadership in, in one way or another. So I think there is... We, we even know if you are trying to make change happen in your organization you go to people who are able to influence who are able to inspire who are able to take people with they won't necessarily be the department heads they won't necessarily be the most senior directors in that hierarchical sense but they will be the people who might have the ear of those that are likely to 
um, challenge the change or they might be the ones who just have a great energy about them and will uh, go go get them let's do it kind of attitude and that's who you want around you and all of those are leadership qualities so I think it's I don't think this is a clear-cut one no and it is that point isn't it whether you are intending in your actions to position yourself in some sort of leadership role uh, regardless of as you say whether or not that's recognized by, by what your actual job is in the organization um, or whether or not that leadership is almost being thrust upon you because other people see you as a trusted person whose guidance they want to take whose footsteps they want to follow in you know mm, however we mm. want to describe that and sometimes you, you might have the perfect mix of both of those and and I guess sometimes it's one or the other I guess the challenge comes if you are intentionally trying to position yourself as a leader but actually other people don't see you as one then actually are you um and I think my answer would be no <laughs> like it may be by a self-defined title but not by actual action so mm. um that is quite interesting and, and in response to the last question you talked a lot about those personal drivers that you might have to want to be a leader whether that is you know the fire in your belly to to make a change to make difference to people whether there's a very specific ad- agenda that you want to be known as the expert in because you're interested in that space. And and I guess, well, we would all love to be completely altruistic and a- about the greater good. I was just wondering if you're one of those leaders somewhere who isn't getting the recompense because they're not in a, a defined leadership role in an organisation. I mean, what is the reward for you in that space as a leader? Why Why would you be showing up there? I'm I'm struggling to come with a clear answer because I do think it is if you aren't if you aren't doing it because you want it as a pay outcome let's say for example there will always be something so I'm, I'm thinking back when I was in my early stages of my career and I was the most senior person in my area of expertise as it were but I wasn't from a pay perspective, from a hierarchy perspective, I didn't have that. Um, I wouldn't have been seen as a leader. I wouldn't have probably been around the table if they said, oh, we're going to take everyone and put them in one of these development programs, for example. But I had influence and I was able to demonstrate my expertise because I was the the only one with that knowledge and and understanding and got in front of the people that it mattered. So for me, I was able to demonstrate leadership in my area. I was able to influence what some of the senior leaders were doing, even though I wasn't a senior leader myself. That was the outcome I was seeking. I was I wanted that strategic impact. I wanted them to take my area seriously. And I think that's a really interesting point to cover. And I guess as a slight aside, I have actually had a couple of recent conversations and and talking about, um, as we did at the start, trying to prove the strategic importance of our own function, where I have um, had conversations with people who say exactly your point. I was the most senior communicator in my organisation, or I am that. Um, but I'm nowhere near as senior as the people that I'm expected to work with on a very regular basis and kind of feeling that um, difference in positional power I guess when they're showing up for meetings and they're in spaces where they're working with those people and kind of questioning themselves like why would people listen to me because 
they're all directors or heads of and I'm just a which I hate I hate that kind of I'm just a this term but that's for another conversation and so I guess it is just quite interesting isn't it about how you then do exactly as you've said you've done which is just show up with intent to be strategic and prove your level of expertise and add that value into the space recognizing but not getting too hung up on the fact that your physical position in terms of your job isn't as senior as the people that you're working with and I guess Mm. for some people there there might be an argument to prove that actually you are operating at that level and maybe you should be rewarded as such but that's not always uh, where we find ourselves sadly yeah but and and I also recognized that I needed to broaden my influence and my areas of responsibility if I wanted to be seen as an equal and to move up that hierarchical ladder so there was a recognition that I wasn't going to have rewards um, as, as we talk about there wasn't that route up there for me if I stayed in my single specialist area I had to I had to broaden that out and that I believe was a benefit to the organization and to me personally that's why I can get a bit when people get hung up on we need this title at this Mm. level because that isn't what we're striving for yeah absolutely thank you that's really really helpful I think and and leads a little bit on to the next question for me when you are in a a predefined leadership position there are deliverables that you will be expected to um, kind of work on around accountability and performance Uh, but again that's very much about being in a sort of gifted leadership position in an organization that has a job title we've talked about leaders not always needing to be in those senior positions in an organization to actually be seen as a leader or operate as a leader so do we need to define what we mean by leadership because clearly no one size fits all or you know how do we start to to have those conversations to make leadership less about being the person at the top of the organization all the time I'm not sure we need to redefine what leadership is I think the lens of which we talk about hierarchy and leadership is is just one element of it but I think when people describe what leadership is to them, that's when you see the variety. And, and very rarely when people describe what leadership means to them, do they actually reference hierarchy? Um, so I think it's something that we perhaps impose in our view of particularly, again, this organisational versus person view. But I think when you when you boil it down to what do the person on the street or the person in your organization you say who's a leader what does good leadership look like they'll give you values and qualities and attributes they don't say oh it's the, the chief executive or whatever, or yeah. The whatever. yeah yeah exactly. so i'm not sure we do need to redefine it for, for me i think i i like to talk about this impactful leadership so Yes, you might be a leader in your title or the type of power you have, but if you're not having the right impact, then you're perhaps not seen as a leader yeah. in my eyes. So I think that's that's the key. Whether you've got the vision and you can take people with you, whether you build trust, whether you live your values and act with 
integrity, whether you communicate well and, and engage and all of those kind of things. Those are the leadership qualities that people will reference when they talk about what good leadership looks like. And so I guess I bring it back to that point and maybe rephrase the question that was the theme of this episode. So we asked, is leadership for you? And we've kind of talked about it doesn't have to be about the position you have in the organisation. But I guess then what's in it for you to be a leader if it isn't about that position of power? And obviously you and I are very much about the fact that there are all those other aspects to being a leader. What's in it for you as a person to to want to step into that leadership space? Like, what are you going to gain from positioning yourself as a leader, I guess? I'm hesitating because do leaders think in a way that is what's to gain from this? And I'm not sure. I'm sure if people... When we, if we look at it through the lens of I want to be a senior manager and I want the hierarchy and power, I think they probably do look more at what's the reward and gain for doing this. Um, but I'm just, I'm not sure whether people who go I want to be a leader are thinking. I think their their thing is I want to. This is an outcome that I'm seeking to achieve. This is a difference I want to make. And, and those are the things that I tend to hear. I want to make things, you know, you, I want to kind of help communicators thrive. That's your, that's the impact and outcome that you're seeking in the leadership that you, you offer, for example. So I guess Does maybe, yeah, I guess maybe gain is not the right word then. I guess it's what's the personal reward for you. Because being yeah. a leader is hard. It's hard work yeah. often yeah. being in that space. So what's the reward? And I guess what we're saying is the reward of putting yourself out there and developing and growing yourself and positioning yourself as a leader is to have that impact that you want to have, deliver on that purpose that's really driving you in terms of, you've said it, that fire in your belly, delivering a change, being impactful, you know, moving something forward towards a more positive solution, whatever that might be that's the thing that drives you to want to be a leader rather than anything else around whether you've got the right job title what your pay grade might be how other people potentially are are perceiving you or not that actually what your personal reward is for wanting to be a leader if you're considering Mm. that is that you are having an impact or making a change in the space that's most important to you does that feel like a good yeah kind of way to describe it yeah, and I think it's okay not to want to be a leader as well. Um, I think if you're in that positional power of authority where others expect you to be a leader, then you do need to do some work to figure out how people around you are going to get what they need. So that vision, direction, blah, blah, blah. Um, but I think otherwise, if if you know more generally if you haven't got that passion and or you haven't got that drive to want to make change you you know you don't need to worry about am I a leader or not because I I do think it's it's more about what what other people see you as than what you title yourself yeah absolutely and you talked a little bit about this and it was just slightly off piste but I thought an interesting part of this conversation but you know you've talked about like if you are a leader 
um, or you maybe even have that built-in desire and drive to lead and be a leader, um, what happens when you do reach like the most senior leadership position you might be able to find yourself in? Is that the mm-hmm. point at which your leadership growth stops or is there more to be achieved so we've said it's not necessarily about being the ceo or being a director of x but actually if that is part of your career trajectory and Mm. your drive and ambition forward to grow and develop as a leader when you get there then then like what happens i think i don't think it's a question of whether you stay being a leader or or not I think you probably the types of questions is do I stay in this post or not do I go on to do something else in somewhere else or does my leadership change I think each organization has its own challenge and so even if you have made it to the top of an organization you can go to somewhere else and it will feel completely different or um if you don't want to get to the top but you want to be a leader in your field then it might be there's a particular element of of an area of work that you're really interested in you want to take forward in some way and so that you you know that's where you put your your interest and your energy into that so I think there's ways that you can You've got to find what's going to float your boat and keep you motivated. And it goes back to that episode that we did around motivation. How do you stay motivated? And so I don't think it's a case of do I step away from being a leader? I think it's about do I stay where I am or do I need to find a a different challenge in a different guise? And I think it's about, for me, that kind of question or questions about, you know, how much of this is about your own growth. Um, mm. as a leader and that might be then about okay I need to step away and do this for another cause or in another organization and how much of it might actually be about okay I've, I've reached this space here now but actually is is this organization on a growth trajectory does this organization need to change or shift focus in some way and I guess it's about understanding the two of those to kind of know where you might be the best fit in terms of really being able to have that impact that you always talk about as a leader yeah yeah absolutely you you are you you mentioned the word one size doesn't fit all you didn't actually mention it in that way but <laughs> but that's what we were getting at we were getting at like yeah. one size doesn't fit all it's not a one yeah. size fits all kind of approach yeah. to things and so I think that's that's part of it you understanding what who you are as a leader and what you offer and what you bring will determine where you go next because you're you're not going to be all things for all seasons I like that I love the little frown you did that does make sense by the way in case you were wondering if you'd thrown a liaison into the mix at that point I did so (laughs) um so if our sort of conversation and debate hasn't put people off uh wanting to be in that leadership space and we're assuming that people might be asking the question of themselves about whether leadership's for them. I guess it feels like we've got to that time in the conversation where we might want to give some practical advice or tips to people. So, and it doesn't have to be one. I've said one, but it might be more than one, Lee. But what one action do you think that people could take away from having listened to this conversation to consider in terms of whether they want to step into or stay in that leadership space and determine whether leadership is for them or not? 
I I think it's less focus less on the word leadership and focus more on your why. Go back to what is it you're trying to achieve and why are you trying to achieve it. And I think having a clarity in that answer will determine where you go and in your career and whether that's leadership or not. I love that. It's really similar to what I thought about, which was about so you've said why it was about purpose so what's your purpose and your motivation and that will help determine whether being in that leadership space is the right way to deliver on that purpose and motivation Mm. or not and it might not be and that's absolutely okay too so yeah how we're completely aligned but there was definitely one action people could take away from this episode so the how-to is to go away and uh think about that question if you're considering whether leadership is for you or not and to be absolutely okay with the fact that it might not be it's not for everyone is it so interesting thank you so much for your insight and challenge in this episode in terms of getting us to think a bit differently um about that more personalized individual question about whether leadership's for you or not thanks thank you it's lovely talking to you Thanks for listening. Don't forget to hit follow to make sure you get the next episode. And if today's discussion resonated, please leave a review on Apple Podcasts. We also have our Substack community where you can get behind the scenes info, ask us anything sessions, and build your network with like-minded leaders. Visit howtotakethelead.substack.com to find out more. And if you want to work with us to challenge and change leadership in your organisation, get in touch by dropping us an email, howtotakethelead at gmail.com or DM us on the socials. Until next week, get out there and take the lead.